Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water... Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today for the first time ever in Charity Stripe history? We have a guest coming back. Scotty Felix is our first guy return. Wow. Yeah, Scotty, you're our first smokes. return guest. He is here to talk about his new poetry book, Mediocre Sunflower. We've read it. We've heard it. So buckle up. Tuck it into your waistband because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Charity Stripe, hit your free throws because they have free. So 223 coming out at you guys in the so 222. And I'm flanked on my right by defensive coordinator Alex Toss Me the Rock Tosopolis. And like we said in the introduction, we have Scotty Felix joining us once again. It's been about 30 shows since you've been here. Last time you were here, Scotty's a former USC linebacker, so we talked a little football and then you were transitioned into acting and theater and directing. Mm-hmm. And since then, we kind of glossed over it because you were you were had written Mediocre Sunflower. Yeah. But we kind of glossed over it, and we were discussing it because you couldn't really go full deep into it because it hasn't hadn't come out yet. But since then, it's come out. We were privy to go to your poetry reading. You we were, were we were there, and, were we, there. and we heard you read the book. So tell the people a little bit about the book, if you don't mind, how mm-hmm. it kind of came to fruition and where it's at now. Um, well, the book came into fruition because uh, a publisher by the name of Christopher Poindexter, he is one of like the bigger social media poets that has come out in the last like 10 years. And he has a bunch of books in Barnes and Noble and all that stuff. And um, I, would, I, I followed him on Instagram like a few years ago because he's one of the first guys that I really started reading and uh, just as a fan. And then sure enough, like a year or two later, um, I was just kind of like writing my own versions of poetry or what I thought it was and I would like post them on my social media here and there and one day I just like woke up to a DM by him and he's like hey can I get your number and I was like all right cool and uh reached out to him and he told me he's like would you like to like have a book published and I was just like I was like fuck off <laughs> I, was really? like, I was like stop <laughs> fucking with me <laughs> <laughs> and then um and he was like no I'm serious and I was like oh okay well all right yeah sure whatever that means and I just started going into it because I had I had a, like uh, probably like 30 
ish poems i was like i could put this in a book you know and they're like all just scattered around my house in different places and then i just went into this like zone of being like okay i have to write a book now and i just started on this journey that lasted about like nine months until i actually published it so how many total poems are in the book i think like 145 145 yeah something like that yeah so there was a lot of writing that was done as well like it wasn't just like corralling these poems that you had already written. oh no 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 there yeah. was like i would say that it was probably like 30 to 40 percent done like when i when he told me about it and yeah because there's like there's there's definitely poems in there that i wrote like a few years ago that made it into there and then there's ones that i wrote like a week before the book was like sent in to be published. really yeah so it's a good mixture of them so two questions off that the first obvious how do you even start writing poetry good question i don't know thank you <laughs> <laughs> then, then the, after we get into that the second question would have to be is once like someone goes okay we want to hire you and you know we want to publish this book mm -hmm. is is the writing process a little harder for you in that sense like does it does it take a little more you know in a way like oh because i because when you're writing and you're doing something freely it's i know i mean speaking as performers and as you know as podcasters when you're doing something freely on your own time it's mm -hmm. like there's no rules it's kind of like you're free and yeah. you know there's no care in the world it's like yeah, kids yeah, playing yeah. you know football in the backyard there's mm -hmm. no one telling you how to do something there's either. no way or there's no, giving yeah. you a deadline or anything yeah, like that right did yeah, you feel yeah. a little crunched at a certain point bro yes i mean the, at first it was very like uh it was like a honeymoon phase where i was like oh man i'm getting a book published <laughs> yeah, like dope yeah, yeah. and then i was like i was like type here and there for the next few months like come up with some good stuff but oh man that's nice i'll put that in there and then like the last probably three four months before it came out that was like it was grind time dude and it was it was so stressful because um like you said like when you're performing something and it's very like natural and it's coming from like that um that place that's very very truthful you know like you're doing it because you want to and because like you're just you need to yeah um it got to a point to where i felt like i was writing to fill a quota and uh, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, man, I need to come up with something good, like for the next like ten pages or something like that. And you know, I would, I would, I would type shit out, and I'd be like, man, this is trash. Like, it's not, it's not what I'm about, you know. Like, cause I, I don't really, I don't really know how to describe my style in writing or like my philosophy in it. But you, you read it and you can tell. You like, oh, okay, you know, um, it's, it's very just pointed and, um it's there's not a lot of like fat on it you know it's no very, it's very trimmed the, yeah and, and so like when i feel like it would get too sentimental and like too just like ugh, too much i would like be fluffy kinda, yeah i'd be yeah. bummed i'd be like man that's not what i'm about and i'm trying to just like have more pages basically the, and, um, yeah. yeah your poems weren't i mean re listening to it and reading it you're, they're not long and they're kind of like you kind of get where you're going real quick mm -hmm. which is great i mean i didn't I, I was I took a poetry class in college mm -hmm. and so you kind of learn about all the types of poetry which yeah. is which is you know people really knock it and I don't think had I stu had I studied classical theater I don't think I would have liked it as much mm -hmm. because I mean that is like you know pretty much the depths of poetry where it really started yeah um but I don't think yeah I think I do I, th I thought I found it pretty unique I wasn't like oh this is kind of reminds me of doesn't really remind me of anything so no, how did you well I think a lot of people they read poetry like growing up and stuff like that and yeah. a lot of what they're reading is like absurdly allegorical yeah. like it's like so like you don't even know what they're talking about and you yeah. have to do like deep dives into who they are yeah what time period they came from yeah. and like yeah, what's going yeah, on in the time yeah. period what's and the culture in of it exactly and yeah. then maybe you can get like a version of what they were talking about mm -hmm. but i think that i mean which is also kind of like the cool thing about poetry is that to everyone it means something different yeah right yeah, yeah. but i think that what's what's awesome about yours and unique about yours is that it's very much in your own voice and it's mm -hmm. very like, it's easy to understand. 
mm. which like I enjoy. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. too because I I can get it's deep, but mm. it's still easy to understand. Yeah. Well, when somebody like is trying to describe this water bottle and they start talking about Oasis and and university or like uh, um, uh, galaxies and yeah. you know, like the universe, right. I, I I get lost and I'm just like. You described it too much for me, man. Like, just just say you got a water bottle and let me have my imagination about. What yeah, the water I mean, is, like, know? no knock. Yeah, listen, obviously people are great, and you know, but yeah, no knock just, on them. It's just yeah. like when I'm talking about leaves and then flowing and then they're slowing down, and yeah. I'm like, okay, wait, Walt Whitman, 1930s. Oh, <laughs> Dust Bowl. Yeah, yeah, like that's yeah, where I broke yeah, it down yeah. to. So, how do you find your voice? Like, how where was the moment you got started, and how do you kind of find your voice? Was it quick to find your voice, or did that take time as well? I feel like. I feel like I'll always be finding my voice, you know, and it'll sure. always change. Yeah. Um, I think like when you look at the book and kind of summarize it and read it and you're like, okay, this means that to me, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think that you'll have a period of like a, uh, or like a snapshot of like what my voice was at that time in yeah. my life. And I think that when I come out with the next book, if I do, I'll have a different voice hopefully. And I think for this one, um, the style I feel like was, Really, when I look back on it, I, I had a I still do have a huge love for Sublime, the band. Um, one of the things I always loved about them was how they could like take different genres of music and mix it into one song. And it would kind of be like similar to how uh, Queen's like Bohemian Rhapsody is where they fit like so many different versions of, a, of or genres of a song. Into yeah, one. yeah, rock, and opera, yeah. Yeah, for yeah sure. and I was always like, I, I kind of liked it to where when I'm sitting down to like write a new poem, um, whatever that means, uh, you basically let it flow wherever it wants to. So if it wants to get classical for a few lines and then it wants to go to like contemporary, it's fine. And it's not like I have to sit there and be like, okay, this is a high cue. This is this, this is that. It's it's like, no, nah, man, like let it flow wherever it wants to go. And as long as it stays truthful, you know, hopefully you get something good. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the sublime point is a good compare. I mean, because those guys just flow from like rock to yeah. jam to like rap at some points yeah, with, yeah. with their flow, and I, I think it was it did come across for sure in writing poetry. And then, do you know what was the first poem you ever wrote? Well, yeah, when was it? I don't. For this book, maybe. I mean, there was a few. I mean, one of the earliest ones was like. It's in the book. It's talking about like like running free, basically like running wild, and like mm -hmm. people trying to tell you not to. And you're yeah, just being yeah. Like you know, fuck you, kind of thing. But mm -hmm. yeah, it was. It started off like really like short at first because it kind of because I like to journal, and I started getting back into journaling a few years ago. And there was just times where I would like look at excerpts of the passages, and I'm like, damn, that's that's like. I didn't know if I looked at it as a poem immediately, but I was like, that's like kind of a cool little like mini story, I guess. And, yeah. And I would just like kind of keep this like little beat down journal of um, excerpts of them. And I would like write it in there nicely. And then I ended up buying the typewriter and that changed the whole game with me and my writing. So yeah. is that what you write on a typewriter? Yeah. The whole book is typed on a typewriter. Re I yeah. did not yeah, know that. Yeah. It's all, um, yeah, it's all from my typewriter. So I didn't want to have any type of like computer font. Um, anytime that I put a poem like in its final form, it's always on the typewriter. And um, they they base I, I typed out a hundred and some odd pages for this book, and sent it to the publisher, and they photocopied everything, and like so it looks like I hand typed every single page. So a little more personal. Yeah, Are you that would have been that would have been a lot if you had actually had to type every single book out, like. On the page. Oh, I feel bro. like you would have done it. Though. Oh no, no, dude! It was. It I was, don't know. It was man. too hard it, doing one. Bro. It was, just it, one. was it long? Are you quick no. on it? 
I don't I'm know. Quick, I'm pretty quick on it, but it's it's just like if you mess up one thing, you have to kind of start over. Depending on like if you are cool with having like some blemishes on there. Yeah. But, um, so I'm, if you like you wrote a poem tomorrow, finalized it, it's threw on it on the typewriter. typewriter. How many? Like, are you like okay? I'm usually like the third one's gonna. I'll get it perfectly that time. Or are you like? Sometimes I'll get it in one on shot. Fir- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's like a short one, like I'll get it in one shot. But like the long ones, though, like those are those are motherfuckers. Like anytime I had to go back and edit anything, I would have to. I had like three different versions of the book to where I had to go back and look at some of the pages and be like, oh man, I need to take this something as simple as like taking a word out, but it's like a, a long ass poem. And I'm just like, God. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to look at that poem every time I read this thing, if I don't take it out. So yeah. I have to like go back and do that. And that was like probably the toughest part of the whole process. It's so weird. Like you look at something, I mean like when you, it's when you're editing a podcast, right. Mm-hmm. And I'll listen to the show through, like I'll listen to the show before we post it tomorrow and I'll listen to How it. dare you. I'll get the preview before we go. So like every, every night that we record, I'll listen to it before, you know, before we drop it and I'll listen and I go, Oh, that doesn't sound good, but you know what? Whatever. Don't, yeah. it's fine. Like no one's going to notice. Yeah. And then I'll keep going. I'll listen a couple more minutes and then in the back of my mind, it's like, all right, I gotta go back. I gotta gotta go back. Like I, even if no, no one's going to notice, no one's going to notice, but it's just, it's just like the creator in you Mm kind of having ultimate jurisdiction. Did you have, did you have say in what order thing you had say in what order things were placed? Correct. Oh yeah. That was all you. Yeah. No, they tried to send it to an editor and I was like, absolutely not. So yeah, they sent it to, what did they say to that when you said no, they're fine. They know my style. You know, they know that I'm like a little difficult when it comes to shit like that. So (laughs) they're just, they knew it. Um, like I said, like sublime is like deep in my roots, man. And it's like, not that I try to be like them whatsoever. It's just that when you do these things and you look back on it, like until now, I haven't really thought about that. But like looking back on it, when they tried to edit my stuff, and I was like kindly, like and respectfully, no, I don't want to do that. I feel like that's something that like people that I looked up to as a kid would say too. Yeah, it's kind of like the this. Um, you have like artistic ancestors, like as artists, you know, and um, those people just kind of have like subtle um, effects on like how you do things when you're a little bit older. I'd imagine. So yeah, I told them no um, because they they initially sent the whole book to the editor, and he was like, I can't. I can't um, edit this like the way I want to because it's all typewritten. <laughs> and he's like, I have to retype the whole thing on. He retyped all of it on his own. Uh. And I was, yeah, poor guy. And um, he, he was filling out like some of the words in there. I had like some things that were like misspelled, like, you know, but he was changing things that were very, uh, like, very important. Like if a word is unfinished, like it's unfinished for a reason. And if a word's like broken in a different line, it's for a reason. And yeah. he was, he didn't really get that. And, I was like, like, thank you for trying to like fix it. I really appreciate that. But this is needs to be unedited, though, to a certain sense. So, and then he, but I'm sure he understood. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. He was cool. I wasn't an asshole about it at all. I was just like, hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna do the editing thing, um, because I don't want to. One, I don't want to have it edited, and then two, I didn't want to have a title or like a little thing in the book that said edited by so and so, because then it feels like. This book was like, it's like very raw, you know, so it feels very, it would feel too commercial if somebody went and edited what I wrote. That's interesting. Yeah. I yeah. edited, I guess, but that's not by a Did you go through, how many drafts would you go through? Was there, are there some poems where you go, one draft, this is it? And are there other poems where you go, this is like my 10th draft on a book? It's like, I mean, I don't, I dabble writing scripts, but I've written a lot of like, I wrote for sketches and I've written a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, like monologues from comedy before. And so like, I'd go maybe to like four drafts yeah. max or something. Toss is more, could speak to more of the screenwriting sense and how many mm-hmm. drafts you go through there. I feel like that's a lot more yeah. in, in that, in that realm. Yeah. Well, it's unlimited, bro. Like if you, if you keep 
attacking something, it can never be fully finished. And you're, if you keep doing it, do you, you know? still go back to palms in here sometimes? Ever? Some, I mean, there's some in there that'll be like, ah, I should have tweaked that a little bit. But really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a word or two here, like something mm. as small as that, you know. But uh, I haven't even actually read through this whole thing. I haven't like read it since I put it together. So I'm kind of like waiting to like let it have a little bit of uh, air so before I do it. When you, you you don't know when you'll you'll just kind of be like there one day and you'll feel like sitting down and ripping through it. Probably, man. I'm kind of like letting it breathe right now. Yeah, and, that's um, fair. And because it was a lot, man. It was. Uh, we'll probably get into that too. But it was a lot the last like few months, man. It was very, uh, very emotional to a certain extent because I was very anxious about releasing it because there was to a certain degree I didn't really realize that people were gonna read this thing and I was like, oh. yeah. I remember showing some of the poems to like my little brother one time and um, I was, I was like, yeah, check this out, you know? And if nobody's, if uh, whoever's there with me, when I write a poem, you're the, you're the test dummy to see how it is. And my little brother is just the poor guy that has to deal with it sometimes. Yeah. So he read it and he was like, it's like, that's intense. Don't you, uh, like, that's a lot, man. Don't you, uh, <laughs> you good with that? And yeah. We like, know your brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not a, artsy. Yeah. yeah he's a goofball, man. He's a goofball. And, and, and I just like, I started thinking about it. I was like, man, is that too much? You know? And, and I started reaching out to like people that I trust as artists and sending it to them, like different kinds of poems. And I was like, is this, should I cut this from the book? Should I not? Mm. And one of the greatest things that like one of my uh, really close friends, she, her name's T. She was like, if it makes you nervous about releasing it, then as an artist, it's your duty to. And, yeah. and I was like, okay, thanks. So. I love but, that. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great advice. Yeah, she 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 held it down. So damn. Yeah. Just, and that, obviously, like heavy. the the pressures of like this being the first thing you've published yeah. too, right? Yeah. Like yeah. outside of like your poems that you do post on you mm. you know social media often. Yeah. And, and but they're gone in like twenty four hours. Right. I only post them on my story. I don't right. post them on my page. You know? Right. So, okay. Yeah. So it's very like you got to like catch the wave. But these things, it's like it's gonna exist this forever is, now. Yeah. You know? Now this is a book on Amazon. You could buy for fourteen ninety five. Ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. Something like that. Yeah. Four extra cents. They mean something. They mean something. I need those four cents, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, was it? Were you now when you started releasing poetry? I mean, because you are. We we talked about this last time. The stigma with football players, in a sense. Um, and in, in, in sports, it's really being broken at, at a kind of an exponential rate. Um, and we see athletes are now delving in, not only just at financially backing films, but like really acting in films, mm -hmm. you know, opening up about wanting to make music and then making music and getting involved in like art appreciation and collecting and kind of, you know, feeling more comfortable to show that side of them. Um, what was it like kind of? when you first, you know, came out to people in a sense where like, okay, I'm a poet and this is what I do and this is what I have, a, you know, affinity for and what I want to mm -hmm. release in a sense. And then going from just, you know, releasing poems on your story to going now telling people that you're writing a book. Was there a difference in a way of like, was there a different kind of like, you know, spoken thing that you had to, was there nerves? Oh yeah. I guess is my question. Was there yeah. a different set of nerves? Yeah, that? yeah. I mean, it comes in like stages and it kind of like progresses. I imagine. Okay. I'm sure it's like the same with some, like showing somebody your music for the first time or like showing somebody, I don't know, like if you're doing a self tape for acting and show it to somebody and you're like, what do you think? And yeah. It's like, like kind of biting your teeth the whole time. Like, yeah. Oh. But, um, there was one period where like it all kind of like birthed like in my room and I would like wake up. I did this one thing called the artist way. Um, it's a, an amazing book. It's like kind of like a, um, a 12 week chapter thing where you do like these creative, uh, tasks and all these different chapters that you read. And one of the things was that it's called morning pages where you go and you type or you write about three blank pages every single morning when you wake up, just like stream of consciousness kind of thing. 
and I just remember being in like post college. I was, it was like the first time I was like living outside uh, on my own. And I would do that for almost like two years. And there was just times where I was essentially just in my room by myself, like 5am just writing shit. And there was one period that I remember where I went to Yosemite with a couple friends, uh, two friends specifically. And I had my little like notebook that I was telling you guys about that I would like write some of the finished poems in there. Yeah. Before I got my typewriter and we were we were hanging out at the the, the campsite and it was like the first night we were there and we were just I brought a couple books. I brought like Walt Whitman and I read some of the poems that they that he wrote and they're like, I don't understand what the fuck he's talking <laughs> about. And I was like Damn. Literally like your own <laughs> your own dead poet society kind of Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, it was it was a good yeah, it was a good night. It was we were we were all reading like some stuff that we like wanted to, you know, share. It, some it was, it wasn't all poetry either. I was the yeah. one that brought that and then my friend Amanda, one of the you know Amanda. Yeah, yeah, Amanda. Yeah, yeah, Amanda was on there. And she was like she's like, I wanna read I wanna hear like the poems that you wrote. Cause I was like telling them I was like writing stuff here and there. And I read some of the stuff um, to them and and they just they like supported it so much that like they made me believe that I could release it to other people. And yeah. it, it really made me like I was like, oh, OK, that's 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 not as, as scary, you know. And so they really just encouraged me. And that was like a huge thing. It was just something as simple as somebody being like, man, that's a good job. You should keep you should keep doing it. And it it may not have seemed big at the time, but for me, it was like a monumental moment in like my life. So, well, and we were we were yeah. at your your book reading right and yeah. there were so many people that were there mm. so it's like support goes a really long way yeah, for, especially man. for an artist right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. You, you did you said a couple you said two things leading up into that that have stuck with me since mm-hmm. go support your artist friends no matter what because it'll come back in the end mm-hmm. and it, which is true i mean since then i've had one friend who had a show tuesday night at this hole in the wall cafe i went to that mm-hmm. went to my brother buddy's show on friday night yeah. and it's actually and first of all it's not just like a, oh i'm trying to pay pay it forward so they'll come see me in the future or yeah, they'll support yeah, yeah. me in the future it's actually you get there and it's enjoyable yeah. and you realize like oh fuck this yeah. my, my friend jams or my friend's yeah. funny as hell yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. a great you know time that and also something hilarious I don't know if you remember saying this but you go uh, some of you I haven't seen in like I see like once every six months and that's just how LA works yeah. and I was like yeah that yeah. is totally how it Los Angeles like I'll see like people like good friends mm-hmm once every like five months. Yeah, I was like, hey, how you doing, man? I, I saw you last week, no? And they're like, no, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of our buddies got, he's one of our buddies is filming in New Orleans. I, I lived with him for two years. Mm-hmm. And he's filming like, he's filming an amazing TV show right now. And I see him in, downstairs at the bar. Like, you know, he's with all our other friends that came late. And I'm like, dude, like, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like hugging him. Like, I haven't seen him in four or five months since he yeah. left. This one girl I was talking, I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Kay in like, you know, four or five months. She goes, I haven't seen him in a year and a half. And I was like, wow. wow. Yeah. That might be a little exaggerated, but wow, that's like a long time. And, that, that, and that, it just rolls like that in LA. Yeah. So I thought you said two things uh, that were there that were very, you know, outside the book that were super true. Um, but so you share these poems with your friends and they give you that support. It's a little nugget. We had someone on our show, Michelle Marie, who became a reporter because Kobe Bryant, Turn, turn, go. He was. She was walking Kobe. Yeah, she was walking Kobe around uh, on the red carpet when she was when she was an intern. When she was an intern. Oh wow! And he turned to her and he goes, "You could do that. <laughs> That's it." That's and nuts. she was like, "Yeah." And so you have this affirmation, um, and then you're sharing with your brother because you guys have that relationship. Well, how do your how does the rest of your family feel about the book? Did oh they, man, that was a huge thing. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, the book's dedicated to my mom, and. Um, I had my, my, my parents, well, my mom and my grandparents and like my aunt and her family, they just moved to Georgia recently. Oh, they and did? And so I haven't seen them 
since August. And um, it was very important for my mom to like have that space to be able to see it. And I, I, I wish I could have like flown out there and like given it to her myself, but I mailed her a copy. And um, once she got it, she FaceTimed me and I told her, I was like, when you get it, call me and we're going to like sit down and just talk a little bit. And I wrote her a very, I uh, wrote her a little note uh, in, in the book um, that was on a separate sheet of paper inside of it so she could just catch more uh, things that I would want to say, but it's like mm. more challenging to say in person, you know? Yeah, uh, totally. So I, I, I wrote her a letter and uh, she read it while I was on the phone with her. We were FaceTiming so we could see each other and it it was something I had to like tell her. I was like, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff in there that's very vulnerable about like our relationship because there's, there's a, there's like a storyline about, uh, the, the mom and the son. In yeah. The Not all of it's like 100% fact, but like a lot of it is, you know, based on real experiences. And I just had to talk, talk to her and just let her know that it's not anything like if there's one in there that's like a little hard to read, it's not in like spite or anger. It's, it's just the way of like, uh, somebody dealing with an experience in their life and like the writing is therapy in a sense, right. whatever you want to do, you know? And so the I was quote a, unquote, like ugly truth of things kind of, yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like, that's just how relationships are. Yeah. There's you, you see the most vulnerable side of both sides, right? The good and, and the quote unquote bad, yeah. which really isn't bad. It's just, it's human. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I just, I, I, I sat down and talked with her and, and it was, she received it really well. She read it that night and she was just sending me texts the whole time. Um, I was, I wanted to let her read it and like breathe cause it's, it's essentially her book. And I like to think of it as like a love letter to her. And, um, you know, it's kind of like in a sense, it's, it's her seeing her son as an adult for the first time and like inside of himself and not so much like, you know, talking about it, but, you know, very deep, um, admissions almost, you know, yeah. and with writing to where it's, you're talking about thoughts that you have experiences that you don't really tell anybody. So for her, it was a big, a big deal. And it was a big deal for me having like her blessing because I was, that was one of the biggest things, if not the biggest, that I was like terrified about. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It was a lot. But did the rest of your family kind of wait for her to read it to feel comfortable and then kind of went through with it? Yeah, they, she was the one that read it first, and then everybody else read it. My grandma texted me. She's like, this is sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I, she's like, it's very good, though, but it's sad. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, I imagine it would be sad for you, grandma. You know, but she's, I had to think about it, too. Like, my family's always going to imagine me as a five-year-old kid. And so when they're seeing poems that are a little bit, you know, dark or sexual or whatever the case may be it's like oh you know i didn't know that he thought like that but like, yeah you know I'm an adult. you think like that yeah I'm an adult. like yeah <laughs> right, <it's>, yeah right <laughs> you kind of lose sight in the fact that i don't know i feel like you, you at times you're like there's no way they think i think like that no and then there's times where like they have to think i think like that because I mean, i'm sure they do too because well, they're an adult yeah well you like have this like certain nostalgia of like people that you love and even my grandma i i have a certain image of what what who and what she is and there's things that she's like told me that she's done in her life and i'm like grandma what yeah, right. how dare you no and, you know it's, it's just like you have these ideas of, like who somebody is you know so yeah it's like one guy one, i heard a guy the other day say like dude like it's thanksgiving i wish my mom would stop talking about the two times she was with girls college oh like, dude Jesus. that's rough i know damn <laughs> like, like damn on parties yeah that mom party yeah it's like, it's like college was so long ago. i'm like that's your takeaway Jeez, from that, dude, from, that's from, a lot from that is so you've written one and i i asked you this personally when we were just like hanging out like mm -hmm. i think it was a party we were at last weekend 
have you kind of even thought about writing a second one or is that in the realm or are you like definitely going to let this one breathe, read it. And then I don't know what the process is like in that, in that, in that sense. Cause I could have kind of like, we were talking about Harry Potter and twilight before we got on there. There's kind of like a, there, that's like almost the opposite. That's kind of like a streamline. Like, all right, once I'm done with, you know, the Sorcerer's stone, it's time, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. time for the chamber of secrets. Yeah, like here, yeah. here, 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 like, here yeah. we go. Like twilight one, two, three, and four, uh, you toss, you're, right, you're, acting, you're acting like, Harry Potter was like some easy feat. I, <laughs> no, that, that woman, that woman created that story out of nothing. It's, like, it's complete yeah. brilliance. I'm not saying it's not, it's utterly brilliant, but there is like a mode of like, okay, like, I, well, at I'm least she's like, Harry's in, books. Harry's in year two now. Like, yeah, Harry's in year, year three. three. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there like, there's, I think it's a more like, of a clear trajectory. There's like, yeah, exactly. Thank you. There's yeah. no, that was like the long way of getting to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a, uh, is is there so what's what's the process like for that in the sense of getting to that second book? I mean, I have an yeah. idea of like what the okay. book title will be. That's um, great. I really dig the whole mediocre thing. Um, that's kind of like my brand, I think, uh, at least for the poetry books. Yeah. Uh, I always, always this is getting a little off topic, but I always thought when I first got the like notification that I was going to get a book published. I went to the first thing I did was go to Barnes and Noble and look at the poetry section. I usually go there all the time and like read shit. That's I couldn't afford to buy books at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I would just go in there and read the book like in the uh, in the actual place. And so I went and looked at like the covers of things and I was just like, all of this stuff is I don't want to shit on people, but I was just like I was like, most of this shit is passable. Like there's nothing that like really strikes me aside a few covers and then titles, they're all kind of the same. And so I was thinking to myself when I was like driving in my car where I get like most of my good ideas anyways. Like, You're a car driver. That's your idea. Dude, so. I mean, bro, when I'm driving on in traffic and I'm just like listening to music, I have just ideas just like. Flowing. Yeah. You know? It's like me in the shower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The right? minute like, water sprays me in the face. Right, I'm drive, just like fucking oil, like oil, driving oil. thoughts, shower <laughs> thoughts, <laughs> like steep Poop, pooping Poop, thoughts. Pooping thoughts. Dude, those things are real. Yeah. yeah. Get the best ideas on that. I'm like a mix of <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like a mix of like Sam Smith and like Steve Jobs in the shower. I'm like Dude. ideas are flowing. I'm yeah. Singing. And then you turn that shower off and it's just like zip. It's like dumb again. Yeah. So you're in the car, ideas are flowing and the title comes to you. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was like media. I was like, I don't know what it would mean, but like how having something uh that says mediocre on something that you're trying to sell to people is a bold ass move and, yeah and i was like you know what then i was like that kind of like re it relieves pressure on me to act like this thing's amazing yeah i was like mediocre that sounds cool and then like what else and i just had this image of what the book cover is is like a, a hand that was just like full of paint holding a shitty sunflower and I was like, oh, I'm a mediocre sunflower. I was like, that sounds kind of cool. And um, and then it just like it stuck with me. And I didn't really have any other ideas for what the title would be. And that was like the first idea that I had. And I just went with it. So the yeah. cover came out great. Thank you, man. Yeah, you... Uh, an artist by the name of Julia Ryan. Um, she's on Instagram. She's she painted the hand. She's amazing. Yeah. And I drew the sunflower with uh, crayons. So. And then the face in the back is you. Yeah, I do. I draw little self portraits as like kind of like journaling here and there. So, which I, I can confirm that the sunflower is pretty mediocre. It is pretty mediocre compared to that damn hand. I'll tell you that. That hand is is bitching. You know? Hand, yeah. The the hand is rocking. Yeah, the hand's bitching. You know, I wanted. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that I I asked my my aunt. She has like five kids, and like three of them are like below the age of ten. Um, I was like, can you can you have some of the kids just draw sunflowers with crayons? And I was gonna put that as the flower for this thing, 
but they sent some flowers that were like a little too good and i was just like uh. some of them were solid and they're some amazing were, i was like how the hell i was like well these kids like the next van gogh they're, they're like, like they're like, like what's in, going on over you there you gotta remember they're like in art class right now Dude, yeah we don't go to art like, when was the last was, time you i was not i wasn't good in art class you were good but you were at your best when you were in art class. Sure. That's my point. True, sure. Because you were drawing sunflowers. Yeah, they're at their peak right now. Three, exactly. Yeah, I only so. have one friend that still does art. Yeah. Like, not, not like, like kind of like just a hobby, not as like a profession. She's well, there's, there was one that they no, sent her. Oh, she's like, a oh you're saying yeah, another, you're, another like, friend. No, yeah, 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 she's a professional artist. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. She's totally a professional artist. Like, that's like a job. I have like one friend who's like, but now it might become his job. Oh. Because he's like starting to like share it on Instagram, oh shit! And everyone's yeah. like, dude, I mean, it's everyone's like, dude, send. It's not like, oh, send me one. It's like, yo, send me one. Yeah, man. It's like that shit. Yeah. Like, like you've seen our apartment. Mm-hmm. It's big. It's nice. There's mm-hmm. nothing on the walls except yeah, for the yeah. studio. Like, I mean, yeah. The studio room is like it. It's mm-hmm. bumping, and outside of the studio room, it's like. Yeah. It's dude. just colors. Yeah, y'all got to get something on these walls, bro. I know. We're trying to get this. You got color. Aquaman in the, on the shelf, though. I mean, that's something. Aquaman is great. The Aquaman action figure. Need, yeah. We, now we need a life-size Aquaman. To, to cut out? A cut out yeah, of Jason Momoa? Jason Everyone Momoa. should have a cut out of Jason Momoa in their home. Like right above the pisser, like when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> Him like you right? giving a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. I went Come to on. one house. That, like, their bathroom was so well. It was like the smallest bathroom. It's the best bathroom I've ever seen decorated in my life. It's like guys like our age who live in like just like this, you know, decent apartment, like a duplex kind of thing. Yeah. And they're, they're no, the rest of their apartment wasn't decorated. And I was like, this is just like a cool place. And the bathroom, the coolest, dopest paintings. I'm like, yeah, yeah. these guys get it. That, they they just get it and they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of, Dude. obviously. I'm a big decorator myself. I love decorating. I feel like I, that's a huge thing. I wish, yeah, I wish I had the the coin to to spend on the decoration. Man, I don't got the coin to spend on on that shit either. I, I just moved not, to a new not place. Yet. Yeah, not yet. Where do you move to? Uh, I moved to. Uh, all right, how do you say this? Los Feliz. Los I think Feliz. it's Los. Feliz? I think it's Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Yeah. I've been saying Los Feliz for the last like six months, and people have been getting on my ass. Los Felix. Los. <laughs> Los Feliz Los Feliz Los Feliz I think you had it It's Los Feliz Los, Los Feliz, Feliz? Yeah. Los Feliz Wait what Los Feliz Los Feliz why does LA I think if you just say Anything really fast Los Feliz. Feliz. Then they'll be like Yeah Los Why Feliz. does everyone in, Why does Los Angeles Do that Like it's Feliz. It's Wilshire it, it's, Wilshire. It's, Will, it's Wilshire Guys come Wilshire. on I, I, We all know what it is Los Feliz Do you call it Wilshire No Because it's everyone Gets on your ass Because it's called Wilshire Wilshire Boulevard But I know There's I a there's a uh, soccer player named Jack Wilshire. He spells his name like that. His last name is Wilshire, not Wilshire. To me, it's just Wilshire. Tomato, so tomato. Yeah. Tomato, yeah. yeah. tomato. Teach tomato. his own. Back to the book, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Los Feliz. You're, you're doing... Now, you're doing something cool. I think if you could touch upon it, you don't have to spoil it. Mm. Um, but I would love for you to kind of get into the video thing you're doing with the book. Because oh, yeah. I think that's dope as well. If yeah. you don't mind kind of, you know, elaborating on my super vagueness. Kill us. Yeah, 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 of course. Um... It's in the middle of like production right now, and we've filmed probably half of it, and we showed one of the videos at the book party. Super cool. Yeah, and thank you. And so basically, I, me and my buddy uh, Cyrus, we were talking one time, and he's he's an artist as well. We were just you know just shooting the shit about ideas, and we were talking about like making projects just in LA, and like how most people will have ideas but never go through with them, and they just that's all they have are just words. And, you know, it was like, and we're like, well, what's the, what's like the first step in like making something like in terms of like a video or some shit? It's yeah. like, well, you need to have like some writing or something. 
And he was like, well, you got a damn book. <laughs> and he's like, that's, he's like, that's some <laughs> writing for you right there. And I was like, yeah, that's, I was like, that's true, I guess. I was like, how the hell do we do that? And then we just started kind of just going back and forth and like what we could do and, and more or less came up with the idea to do these like one minute videos that explore ch- uh, poems in the book. And um, they started out as like a web series idea and having them like released once, you know, every other week. But um, once we went into production on it, um, I just started having these uh, ideas of how everything could tie together into like one narrative. Yeah. And so there's there's going to be 10 chapters in this thing, like one minute long chapters. They're going to have different poems that are voiceovers for the most part. And they're going to be like very distorted worlds that are um, not what you would expect if you read the poem. So if we have, like you said, uh, if we have a poem that's about like love or something like that you'll see instead of seeing two people at a coffee shop or something like that you're going to see like two flowers floating in a pool with each other then having the voiceover that way so it's just a little bit more thought-provoking just a little Mm. bit more interesting in my opinion so yeah we're we're in the middle of that right now and and we're going to be submitting it to a lot of film festivals because that's great i mean we have have a decent decent cast with it and i can't talk about it too heavily with all that stuff just because we're trying to keep it like you know a little private until we release everything but your dp is great yeah, he's amazing, dude. He, he was shout out to Ramin. He's amazing. He's, he's a beast. great. He's yeah. a he's the man. That was good. Yeah. That was good shit too. How do you pick those ten poems? It's funny you ask. Um, I uh, I basically wrote these damn episodes. Wrote like the ten, and um, I had an idea of what the tenth episode would be because it would tie everything together. Um, but basically, took ideas from just like f- from friends that we were talking about that were going to act in it seeing like what they were interested in doing, had them read the book and be like, Oh, I really like this poem. And so some people chose their poems. Um, most of them didn't. Uh, but I basically like wrote the, wrote the thing and I was like, all right, we'll find the poem when we find it. So didn't really know too much. So, uh, we know the poems now, luckily, Yeah. <laughs> but we filmed, we literally like legitimately filmed the first three to four episodes and we didn't know what the poems would be for those episodes we knew like i think we knew one out of the five that we filmed and um because it, it was like infused in the scenes where they were like talking okay but, you know yeah because like, everything else is going to kind of be voiceover and so we really i didn't look at a poem and be like okay i want to make the i want to make the story based off of this it was like i'll have an idea of how this could look in a story how does it look with a guy walking around the desert with a mirror in front of his face like what happens there i don't know that sounds interesting you know and we just started building on it and we just went guerrilla style and just filmed these things did you enjoy that process oh it was amazing dude it was so sick it was like one of the best times of my life and i'm hoping that it continues to be yeah yeah i mean it's that's tough right i mean you're directing these Mm -hmm. and you're kind of having to come up with stuff on the fly or really just like letting the creative inspiration just kind of take you wherever it takes you yeah it's it's a it's a sick project man because we we reached out to a bunch of filmmakers that um i've known like through just being in la for the past few years and we reached out to them and kind of like added to the team like one by one. It was like Ocean's Eleven. It was sick. <laughs> I was like, so you walk in, you're yeah. like, get over I was here. Like, I was, well, one of the biggest things was like, I don't have a lot of money to give you guys, like hardly anything. But like the biggest um, advantage or the biggest win on this whole project is that everybody who signs on to do something in the realm, like in the category in which they'll be taken care of. Um, you get to flex like your complete like creativity on that thing. Like you're you're flexing all of your juice. So like one of the things with Ramin, who he shoots on commercials and music videos. Yeah. Like he's 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 working consistently and like on all his shit. 
but it's a different thing of doing something where you have complete creative freedom compared to something that's commercial. Yeah. So that was one of the biggest things with getting guys like Ramin because, you know, you go and tell him like, hey, here's the episode, here's the script, how would you film this? And then he starts getting to have his ideas go, go and, and it's just like a full-on collaboration. And yeah, we and go it's up. less like, yeah. hey, do a good job with it. It's more, do something crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's yeah. get weird, man. Let's yeah. get weird. Let's find it on the day. It, it has its pros and cons because sometimes you might not find shit. Like the last, <laughs> right. there was the two of the first five episodes that we filmed, we didn't get the take until it was the last take of the day. And we were dealing with like, you know, sunsets, props that we are limited on and you know last take of the day we ended up getting it and we're just like thank you god you know right. otherwise it would have been a waste of a day yeah you know so yeah, yeah and then and when's the do, we, do you have a release date on that uh the release date it'll probably i imagine it'll probably come like in like middle to the end of spring most cool. likely because like we're still we'll probably be in production for most of the end of this month and then leading up to next month as well but, um, yeah, I mean, the post situation is, like, always just craziness. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how long that's going to take. Well, the other one, you turned that you have one of them done. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I'd say five of them are done already, but we have that's to go great. film five more, though. Okay. And the first, the first five episodes, they're not in a particular order uh, that are done. Like, we'll spread them out. Like, one might be the second video, then the tenth video. Is that me? Nope, that's me. I was about to say. I was like, "How dare me? Yeah. How dare you? How dare me? I know, man. I thought I, I thought I, I think I was checking it. Don't worry, it's my landlord though. He gets a pass. He's such oh, a nice, man. sweet. I saw the Bumble app just pop up right now. Don't be trying to. Play <laughs> you know, I don't on that. I ain't on that shit. <laughs> I got catfished on that thing once and never again. Left, never came back. Yeah, it was it was a bad catfish. It was brutal. Yeah, and I. T- Hey, I can't do that. I, can't, I don't really fuck That's with rough. Stuff. Yeah, it's rough, ladies and gentlemen. I had yeah, I had those apps just kind of derail for a second because we can just chat. I mean, I have those apps on my phone. Maybe you can agree because Toss has a girlfriend. They it's for the once in a long shot that the girl of my dreams comments and Lord likes me, and then I get that notification. And we hit it off. It's like for that one. Other than that, I'm not using it. It's like for that shot in the dark. Bro, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't that, know. That's, I, that's me. I agree. I think it's pretty tough to meet somebody off of a dating app, you know? Um, yeah. I know some people have, but I, I, I kind of like meeting people in person. Yeah, like a, like a, like a gro- gross. <laughs> like, a, like a person, yeah. Like gro- gross. It's tight. Yeah, like a grocery store. I think most people like that, too. Yeah, like a, I mean, I know some people. You think like, there's some people that just get amped? They just love it? Well, there's like some people that like feel more comfortable texting people yeah. instead of talking to them you know yeah I, I have a couple friends that are like that like they freeze up when i they think talk a to lot girls. of people are like that like i was i don't I, it's not and i don't think it was anything with me before <laughs> you say anything to us i was talking to this one girl at the bar the other day and i was she just didn't look like not like not, nothing to do with me she just didn't look like she was comfortable talking yeah with you no, no, no. <laughs> I told you not to say that. She looked fine. Like she's like fine talking. She wasn't stoked out of her mind. Was Don't it your Shawn Michaels t-shirt that scared her away? Dude, no, that thing's sick. sick. That thing's sick, it's dude. Such I a, peeped that earlier. I was like, she was just like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm, I'm worried for my physical safety with you wearing that shirt. Because I, I never know what's never, gonna happen. Sweet chin music. I would you know? never <laughs> sweet chin music. I, I, me and one friend have this thing we do where every bar where we're leaving kind of get a small crowd together and I did just lay a you hay, do a sweet chin haymaker of a sweet chin you've sweet what? you sweet chinned me before I actually chin and I you, you sold bar? it I, I don't want to say I'm better than him at selling it <laughs> oh, oh my god that is sick he does I, it's really funny actually wait, and people come it? up to him and are like 
dude, why did you do that? And they come up to the other guy and they're like, are you okay? Like we people were, really believe you not videotape this. Oh, I'll show you a video that. Dude, I, fuck yeah. It's funny. We, That's very funny. We, we, I, we had the Victorian in Santa Monica. Have you no, been? Uh, we no. were at the Victorian in Santa Monica last weekend and we, he's coming into town. Right. So now, like now it's not like a thing. Now every time he's coming into town, it's like, what are we going to do? Yeah, it's but like, it's that's like, what we're looking forward to. Bro. It's like, what kind of chaos can we destroy? Right. So and at the Victorian, the, it's the perfect place for it because it's like the bar closes at one thirty, right? Cause it's mm, LA, the whole, sh- the whole shebang, yeah. Yeah. but everyone like clusters outside of the bar because the ride pickup spot is like That's right at this one spot. So there's probably dude. hundreds of people, so hundreds of people. Yeah. So and so what we'll do is we do the same thing every time he shoves me. I'm like, don't you touch me. I'm sick of you. Boom. I hit him back. <laughs> he hits me again. I'm like, dude, you better call Bro. my mom. Uh, you better call my mom and apologize. I'm over this. Right. Dude. Hits me back. Boom. Hits me back. Hits me back. Boom. And then he hits me one more time. I gave my momentum and then I just hit him with it. So I hit him with that. People rut. So I hit him with that and then I get him like, the fuck this guy. And I start to walk off. Our friends like rush over to help him. And then a couple other people this time ran over. I hear from behind me, somebody get him some water, <laughs> which is just great. Another, and then I get a couple. One time I get people like getting in my face. I mean, no, no, it's fake. Don't, don't throw, put your hands up at me. Dude. But this one guy goes, dude, like that was awesome. But I think you should get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Dude, We've had bouncers come up to us and be like, dude, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. We had to kick you out of the bar. Whoa. You'd be surprised. People That's are about like a that. whole production behind this thing, dude. That is sick. And you're, you're getting, it. you're getting the perfect crowd. Because some wow. some of those people at one thirty have had too many drinks and actually buy. Oh <laughs> right? yeah, you should, bro. You know what you should do. You should be like, give me ten bucks, twenty bucks right now. I will sweet chin music this guy right now. <laughs> and I guarantee you, somebody will give you twenty bucks. To do it. Oh yeah, bro, I you can money. make some, some money off of this shit. Yeah, Let's I go. Get, like a scam, like a whole scam. Dude, thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've <laughs> done it. We're taking bets right we've now. We've done it at the pink wall, like a traffic light. It's bro, gone far. It's gone. Dude, really I'm surprised that like this hasn't like gone viral on the internet should, yet, man. Should. What the hell? I don't know. Like we, we oh, well, send me a video and I'm posting this thing. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll send you. A, we have, I'll send you a mixtape. <laughs> we'll put some sick edits in that. Yeah, <laughs> like lay the hammer on them real good. That is sick. Yeah, it, it, it is cool. It's got good production. That's, now, yeah, that shirt has a whole story behind it. Yeah, that's why I have, he's also my favorite wrestler. Good old Shawn Michaels. Um, back to the book one more time, if I may put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Would you? Would you be? Would you mind reading? poem or two for the people out there yeah 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 of please of we would love that that'd of be course. awesome i don't really know what we would read technically but pick the one Dude, about the f- sports because it's a sports podcast man there's like, I, think there's, I think there's like one totally joking. about sports do the good old-fashioned flip to whatever page the good old dude, that's dangerous you like dude. that though don't that's, you it's dangerous it's very on brand for you to do it's very oh boy man ah that's like i don't want people to hear that one for the first one that's okay like, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I'll go to. I'll go to one. I'll go to one. Let me see what I can find. Ooh, since we're talking about dating, I'll do one on that. Great. Yeah, that'll that'll help. That'll help. Let me ease the on. people into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say I like the one where you're on horses. The horse one. Oh the trail. yeah, that one's yeah. money. The fancy, the fancy horse people. We love that one. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Okay, here we go. Dude, I've never done this before. This is quite scary. I'm stoked about this. All right, let's go. I'm doing voiceover poems right now. This is sick. Okay. I don't date. I can't sit across the table and evaluate whether this face is my soulmate. Question after question, we wear our masks, hoping the other one believes. 
knowing the inflated words they say are just a strategy inside of a game. We might as well bring resumes, horoscopes, and credit scores, because here at this table, we say we're looking for love, but in translation, in translation, we're forcing it with an expectation-filled gun. We dig a desert, easel, a desert eagle to Cupid's temple and scream, Give love to me. Spitting blood that paints the floor in a cardinal splatter, he whispers, Love is not your creation. It's a gift from above, and you must bang. Who would have thought man-made lead could crack a god's skull just as easy as ours? You throw the body to the side, pull out the phone with wide eyes, and swipe right all through the night until you get the one that bites. You see, I don't date. My angel and I will find each other someday, but till then, I'll wait. That's one. I'm nervous as fuck reading that shit, dude. I'm over that was good, man. I didn't. That I, that's I like that one. <laughs> it's a good no, one. it's true. I mean, it's so like we could you right. we, while you're flipping for another one, we can talk yeah. about that. I mean, that one's it's just accurate. I mean, like you, it's I mean it works. Like obviously dating mm. does work. That's like how you, you know you get it done. Yeah. Um, but it's tough to go on a first date, and you know you. I mean, there's been first dates where it's like the first thirty minutes is a drag. You know. Bro. And it's not because the girl smoked four joints before. No, but it's to me. No, <laughs> but it's totally. It's exactly what you're talking about. It's this like tête-à-tête where it's like, it's like a fencing match, right? Where it's are like, you from? What did you do? What college right. did you go to? Mm-hmm. Almost like waiting for someone to slip up. You're like almost waiting to be like, no, 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 no. Here's where you're. That's that's wrong. And if that slip up, and if and it's you were waiting for that slip up, and if you either love that slip up or you hate that. Exactly. Slip up, it's like it's either a way to get up, out. Over. Yeah. Bro, there's I, I feel the most awkward in my life when I'm sitting across from the table from somebody. And I'm like and it's like our first time like meeting each other and we're just sitting there like looking at another at one another and just talking. And I'm just I feel so awkward, dude. <laughs> I feel like I, I legitimately I'm like I'm like I'm like a I feel like a fly on the wall. And I'm watching us talk, and I'm like, dude, they're so fake. I know. It's they're so, not even talking about I, anything. I literally had that experience the other day, and like, it's even worse at a bar because you always have that drunk friend behind mm-hmm. you. Would you guys just kiss already? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is mm-hmm. just like a lock and load. Oh, yeah, man. And I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I got to go home. This is just too, oh. it's too far. But dating is – was it easy for you? I mean, you had – I don't know how you met your girlfriend. We have never even talked about that on the show. I think that's the first time we really brought her up. I think we've mentioned her. Mentioned her. Yeah. She's making appearances yeah. now. Dude. Yeah, now she's making appearances now. Let's go. She doesn't listen. So she doesn't <laughs> listen. It's okay. We can just talk. Yeah, I know. She refuses to. She doesn't want to know toss like this. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, but I think it's exactly kind of like what Scotty was saying in his poem, where it's like it wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. It yeah. just It just kind of like happened. I wasn't. Happened. I wasn't looking for a girlfriend. Right? Totally. Mm-hmm. It just like I was like I should be dating more, and then I like went on a date with her, thinking that like it would be good practice. And yeah. Guess, and guess what? I liked her a lot. Yeah. And then it worked from out. there and then it just grew from there, which was like, yeah, I feel like that's how it goes a lot of times where you just run into someone like the old fashioned way. Right. And you just bump into someone, you say something, you guys have a spark, you go from there. Oh my God. We went to like camp. Yeah. Together. Or it's someone that you like knew from way back when. And like, you haven't seen them in five years. Somebody told me this one time. They're like, you know, by the each year you live, starting at like 19 mm-hmm. the percent that you've already met the person you marry oh yeah I heard grows that. and i Dude, was like part so of me like strange. that's just bullshit but part of me it's like damn like yeah that's fucking tough you know like i started thinking especially like, nowadays like, dude yeah i would say like the real it's probably up until 22 keep the college involved yeah and that would like yeah the chances are that you i think i've already met the person i've I think I don't know what's his name. <laughs> right, Lance. Did you say Lance? <laughs> Lance Bass, baby? Let's say, go. Did you say Lance? No, I said Nancy. Man, I said man. Nancy. 
Dude. Booty sweat. Out to Al, Al, Al Pacino. I eat the All pussy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's Woman's Day. That's oh, from, that's from know, Tropic dude, Thunder. How dare you? Yeah. It's their day. All right. Um, let's try this one. I wrote this one when I was in uh, Yosemite camping. Nice. I find myself a stranger in the place we call church. The little one that ran wild in Sunday school, now a grown one that walks timid into a sanctuary. What has changed? Witnessing a sunset in Yosemite that holds more power than any sermon. Oh, to feel a godly presence rather than to hear it. Whatever words that fall from your mouth, dear pastor, cannot replicate what the sunlight says as it creeps over the darkness for the new day to begin. Yeah. Relatable, man. Pretty, yeah. Well, oh, it's relatable. It just is, man. I, I think that's like, like, if you can kind of begin to describe your style, it's just, yeah, like, I, I, that was me too. Yeah. Like, you know, like walking into a temple now, now I'm like sitting there listening. I'm just thinking about Feeling shit, like you saying, don't mm, belong a little like bit. like you don't belong. Like yeah. this is me because I was such a dickhead as a kid, like mm. running around throwing, you exactly. know, throwing cookies. All, all at the rabbi, <laughs> yeah, salting, <laughs> just causing mayhem. This dude. is um, this is actually one that uh, this is a Bumble one. Okay, this is the first time I ever used Bumble, and I had to write a poem on it because I was like, this is the most bizarre experience I've ever had in my life. Please, it was fucking crazy. Okay, all right, we'll 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 move on after this one, ladies sure, and gentlemen. Yeah. We don't want to hurt your hurt your uh, ears too much. With this mediocrity, <laughs> this bullshit. Okay. One night, I was lonelier than usual. I pulled out my phone, downloaded Bumble, chose attractive pictures of me, and began to swipe. Not before long, I matched with. Born in Sweden, raised in France. That blondie, she caught my eye at first glance. She messaged me. I said hi. She asked, what are you doing tonight? Oh, you know, just living the life. Well, let's go get a drink. That's how it happened, I think. So I'd never done this before, but thanks to my, I wanted to see more. And to my surprise, she was even prettier in person. One drink turned into three when then I asked, would you like to come home with me? She downed her drink and nodded her head. Before I knew it, she was in my bed. I must say, she was fun to talk to. Not worried about tomorrow, just in the here and now. And eventually, her panties went south. And the way she sat in her sexuality was like none I had ever seen. I've never been to France, but God damn it, it made me want to go. Because for that night alone, my loneliness found a home. Ah, oh, damn. I didn't think I was going to go that way. Oh, yeah, 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 right? That's <laughs> <laughs> Got a little, little, little deep at the end of it, yeah? Yeah, no, that's great. That's a great bubble experience. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was a good one. I was like, the, I can't do this more than once every year, but... Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. I think she, the she, reason has she seen this poem? Uh no. I told her I wrote one about her though. So that's just kinda like now the, the balls now the balls about. in her court. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, it's uh I don't I mean, I don't really imagine seeing her again, to be quite honest. But fair, no, it yeah, happens. I mean, totally. It's just how it is, you know. Um yeah, man. I mean You wanna throw one more? Yeah, I'll throw one more in Dope. here. Perfect. I'll throw I'll throw one that's um, man, I kind of want to like read a funny one. I kind of want to read a funny one. Make us laugh. Make us laugh. Or make us cry. I don't know. Or I'm or down or. for it. We had someone crying. The, we had our first tears in the podcast. But I'm guessing. Whoa. Yeah, it was Dude. Aw- it was awesome. I don't know if it was. What were they crying about? First. No one's ever cried other than the show. 
I think I think Michelle might have uh, Michelle Marie got a little choked up. I mean, yeah. We were talking it was it was all about Kobe that Kobe, episode. Yeah. Oh, so man, so I, yeah, I would have I probably I probably would have cried too. Yeah, I, I think I cried during that one. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was yeah, I'm not much of a crier, but I was definitely feeling it. Yeah, that was a rough time. I don't know why my eyes don't like water like that. I definitely get sad though. Man. You just you just Bro. you just can't go there, man. I know, guys. Probably fucking Jackson. Jackson can't cry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, (laughs) like Tug Speedman. If we could go in the Tropic Thunder references, Tug Speedman. When Scorcher Six coming out? Yeah, Action Jackson can't cry. (laughs) Okay, that Um, movie is so good. So funny. Yeah, it's it's can't make it now, but no. Can't make it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that movie. It's a fucked world we live in. Yeah, it's pretty. That's I was. T- I was. They were so ahead of their time in knowing that TiVo would be ab- absolutely useless now. Yeah. Yeah. True. true TiVo true, came true. and went. That's the most use TiVo's ever gotten was intercepting that that missile. Yeah. When he, when he throws it in the air, you know, at the end of the movie. And DVR, useless. DVR. Blu-ray. Yeah, I think my parents still rip DVR. Blu-ray was supposed to be the, the big thing. We're kind of just going, Scotty. You just you let no, us yeah, know. I'm taking my time. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're time, We've done this enough that we can kind of just sit here. What happened to Blu-ray, though? Mm. It was supposed to be such a big deal. Oh, you know what we should do right now while Scotty's looking for this? We should totally do the ad read because we have to do that. Do your shit. Do that shit. That, I just realized that, and that's a great point. I can't see it on my phone. Do you have it on your phone, Toss? Yeah. Um, but I, what happened to Blu-ray? That we have a Blu-ray sitting in my house. We also have a DVR. I think my dad's the only one in this world that still uses DVR. He's like, yeah, I DVR'd you this awesome thing on basketball, which is like, like dad, I'll watch the highlights on Sports Center. Yeah. Well, it's like a, it's like a documentary. It's actually pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. As like a nerd, I freaking love the hell out of it. Mm. You know. And it's, but he's, it's just so funny. He's like, I did, and I go through his like DVR because he like uses it, and it's just like old shit. Yeah. What That's was it? A, what was it about? It's just literally a 10-part history of basketball from, like, pretty much the start where it was really kicking in America. Mm-hmm. They talk about they talk about Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you from, know what Bill Russell was great at? What? Protecting the paint. You know what else is important? Protecting your home, Scott. Wow. Protecting your home is super important, which weirdly segues us into our sponsor, Simply Safe. Yeah. It's amazing. Isn't and our, it? And our lives, because we've been robbed. Yeah. We have. Have, That's, you ever, have you ever been robbed? We've been I robbed. Have. You have. I have been. Yeah. Dirty old lady. She snuck into my house one time, took everything I owned. Really? Mm-hmm. We caught the rock guy that robbed us. Really? Like so we caught an upstairs neighbor who was illegally subletting the apartment. Wow. And that's caught why. Him. And that's why you need this. That's why you need simply, simply safe. Simply yeah. Safe. Because did you have? We did not have a security system at nope. the time. Did you? No. Still don't. But if you had. That old lady wouldn't have crept into my house in that yeah. wheelchair. Would gotten up those two flights of stairs. Yeah. Like that. Outdoor cameras. Simply safe has. A doorbell that, really? al- that alerts you to anyone approaching. Amazing. Entry, motion, and glass uh, All right, we're cameras. Getting, we're getting this just because I want the entry motion. Yeah, those are cool. <laughs> I want that. Also, it's like 50, it's 50 cents a day. And, and an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police in a moment's notice, which are I would they, be scared of getting because, Josh, you might abuse it. Yeah. Are they army trained or is it an army of? People. It's like it's like small soldiers, you know. You seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Like little movie. commandos, yeah. they jump out there. They'll carry well, knives. Yeah. They they will kill you. Yeah. Um, they get a little aggressive, but yeah. fifty cents a day up. though. It's or good. like the the um, the army men from Toy Story. Yeah. Right. They're, oh, they're, we could totally get. They're this. like 
they're a little bit more of like the threatening. I would say like, hey, get small out of soldiers. Here, buddy. They're like, yeah, yeah small they're, soldiers. They're like, legit. Once you break in, it's over. Dude, they were fucking shit up. Bro. Yeah, they were hurting people. Oh, dude, in that, in yeah, that they'll movie. Gash you. I think 100%. Kirsten Dunst was in that movie. Was she? Is it yeah. a young Kirsten Dunst young who was also in uh, Jumanji? Jumanji. Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. wow, what a young career. We're firing right now. Simply yeah. Safe. Good. Simply Safe. What do you got? How do I get it though? Go to simplysafe.com/team today, and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to lose. Oh, I got a lot of stuff to lose. Yeah, go, yeah. Lady go now and be sure uh, to get your simply. Oh, go go now to simplysafe.com/team. That's simplysafe.com/team. Nice. Simply safe. Six-day free risk trial. So that's thirty. You save thirty bucks. Right. It's fifty yeah. cents a day. That's some quick maths right there. Thank you. Yeah. I try. I was. I used to be, back in the day, a math guy. But now. I'm an art and poetry guy, so do you have That's sexy. Do you have one more for us? Dude, I can't I can't go too deep after that one. That's uh we're 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 laughing about shit. Um okay. I'll do one that's like a little bit longer. He's one of the Please. longer ones. Yeah. So you guys can like leave the room if you want to and like, you know, you go, just let go, you go have do a some other shit. Let you have a, let you have a moment. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you later, buddy. <laughs> All right. Go hang out with our roommate who I think has just woken up for the third time today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The smell of cheap cigarettes and unwashed men. The sight of a bar from Bombay Beach. The sound of an aging jukebox playing melted jazz. The time dictated by a clock that no longer ticks. A place where men hide from the light of day. A drink of choice, sorrow on the rocks. Torn leather chairs that screech at any movement and mine doing its job with the overtime of chafing my ass raw. The man to my left, a quite ugly fellow, turns his gaze from the stale peanuts towards me. Rugged black eyes, foreign to sleep. A drag that burns the whole cigarette is exhaled into my face. Before the ugly man knows it, a puff of my own slaps his scarred up cheeks. You're too pretty to be in here. And you're an ugly son of a bitch. Well, I guess that makes us even. That's the two guys talking to each other. Yeah, I got that. Sluggishly. He tilts his glass towards mine. Enemies turned allies with a clink. Breath full of Jägermeister and gingivitis, he peers closer. What you in here for? I return the question and am greeted with, I asked first, fucker. A gulp of whiskey ties my answer to the raven and releases it from its cave. Well, if a man's father is evil, what blood runs through his veins? Tapping his dirty fingernails, the ugly man faces forward. Well, that's just a shit question. His tongue slithers out to water the scar protruding into his lip. You got all your life to figure that one out, kid. We order another round in search of the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Great observation. You're good at... I like how you're taking from people, like, just people you meet. Mm, Yeah. Which is great. Well, that did not happen. That did not happen. Oh, really? No, that was a complete lie. That that never (laughs) happened. Wow. Yeah. Real to me. Thank you. Uh, no, it's pretty, yeah, it's, I, well, that's like one of the things is like being able to kind of go into like a deep hole of like your imagination and yeah. imagine what, if I went into a bar that looked like it was uninhabitable and I talked to a guy, like who would, who would this guy be and what would we talk about? You know? So it's like kind of shit like that. Just saying like, oh, well, how much, how much farther can I keep going with this? And fucking up. You, you, duped, you duped us. 
No, well, thank you. No, that one's great. I really, no, I really, it's a good story. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, I like songs that are stories, poems yeah. that are stories. If you like that, you should check out my favorite artist ever, Bruce Springsteen, the Street Band. Oh, uh, Bruce, come on, man. <laughs> I know, maybe, maybe. Bro, I, I saw know. him on Broadway when he was doing that show. You it saw was amazing. It? Oh, dude. I was in tears the whole time. It's great. It's insane. I've seen, I haven't, I, my parents went to that. I haven't seen him. I've seen him, I've seen him like nine times. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that show. Yeah. I mean, he Dude, was just it was, like, it was like I, I went with a guy um, who was, you guys probably met him. Uh, his name's Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys met Derek. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's volleyball. Of, he's, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, he took me to it and we were sitting in like, like three rows like up, like in next to this dude. Like we were right there. And um, <laughs> the whole time, like Derek don't cry. And <laughs> Derek, Derek in the show just like kept just ever so slightly just going like that very very calmly and trying to like hide the tear that just kept falling <laughs> from his eye and I'm yeah. just like you're crying motherfucker you're yeah crying. Oh, man he's the best storyteller in the game but it's oh all songs God. dude it was you. amazing and was you got him in between like talking about yeah why they're oh, how they came about yeah just like, Which is such a great experience dude he, was, he told one story about his tree that he grew up with mm-hmm. oh my God, bro. Yeah. Got me so bad, dude. He I was has, I was lost at He that has point. one whole album called Nebraska, which is like mine and oh, our, yeah. our other buddy who's one of our other buddies out here. He's it's his favorite band too. Mm-hmm. We have the same favorite album. Mm-hmm. It's just like eight stories that are mm-hmm. just so Jeez. If just you guys would be cool with it, could I read one more? Yeah. Dude. I would like to just do one. I would love, it would love is that. Being International Women's Day. It's international, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just going to read one about the ladies. Good. Please, please. A love, a love poem. I read this one at the book party. And I want to get, get this one on, on, on film. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Got you. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, lovely lady. Please let me in. I saw your garden from afar. So here I am at this North Star. I am but a peaceful pilgrim. O pilgrim, you are not the first to speak of peace. Many have come as wolves claiming to be sheep. O lovely lady, though that may be true, I am a shepherd that will keep filthy dogs away from you. For what they did to your garden is a sin. I promise it will never happen again if you let this gentle shepherd in. O sweet shepherd, you are a poet with your tongue, but once I let you in, you'll snatch my flowers and run. My garden will be empty, and I alone. Oh, lovely lady, I will call your garden home. Happy International Women's Day. Beautiful. Yes. That's I a, like that one. That's, that's, a, a good that's one. my favorite Yeah, one. that's that's, I, that's probably my one of my favorite ones. It's really book. good. It's really sure. creative. Yeah. yeah. It's quick. It's, rhymes. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's quick. I came up. I like quick, it. Man, it's quick. Boom. boom. I like it. Yeah, Flow. It's in. It's flow. out. It's boom. You get <laughs> it. You get exactly. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's that that poem like came about when I was in like the first wave of like an intense like relationship. And it was, it was like, it was the honeymoon part of the relationship mm, where yeah. everything is just amazing. And the I best. just, dude, I just, I started having all these like ideas like coming to me. I'm like, man, what would it look like if a guy's like talking to a girl about some shit like that? You know? So Yeah. Yeah. And everything you say is just like, and she's eating it up. Like yeah. you, get, you get that two week hump, and you're both in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, I think that that's like one of the, the hardest things about meeting new people and dating, uh, just you know, strangers essentially. Like going and trying taking that chance is that we're all kind of like scarred up in certain ways of like past relationships. And, oh yeah. You know, I think that that's a, a very powerful thing for like a man to know with a woman, like. I am here with you and I'm here for you and I'm not going to 
fuck this thing up, you know, and just being complete, you know, mistakes are going to happen. Things are going to happen, but yeah, just being complete. I just imagine it being like the most masculine version of like what a good man is for a woman, you know? So there's yeah, that. It's understanding both levels of heart though. Like yeah. you, both people have been hurt before. Yeah. Kind of just knowing that you kind of go through your life and thinking your problem, you don't want to have these problems. Yeah. Mm. Most yeah. people like that just yeah. in general sense. But I think yeah. I love the like, the allegory of like the scars, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. rather than like layering it with makeup mm-hmm. and pretending like it's not there, it's like mm-hmm. wearing it with honor. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we have, we all have those. Yeah. And I love your, you know, it's like loving the imperfect parts. I mean, Good Will Hunting, it's like, you know, Robin Williams' character is talking about how, you know, his wife used to fart so much in the night. Mm-hmm. And he and, loved it. <laughs> and he loved it like that. And he goes, those are the things I remember yeah. about my wife. Yeah those little things yeah well there's a there's a poem that charles bukowski wrote about licking a girl's asshole and if she won't lick yours and it's not true love it's like it sounds pretty fucking raunchy <laughs> it sounds pretty raunchy goes both ways man. oh man it's like the first line is like i leaned over to her and i asked her can you stick your tongue in my ass and it's and you're just like whoa <laughs> it's just like it's <laughs> is like is this a poetry book yeah dude bukowski's like the og of like uh, poets in my opinion of like modern day poets yeah, yeah. um but he's like so nasty with his, some of his stuff and by the time you get to the end of the poem like oh man he actually like made a good point like, he's, he said something like if you can't love the ugly parts of somebody then like is it even really love yeah and oh, um, totally. so he went to the raunchiest part yeah you could possibly go to literally like, of himself your yeah. like, he yeah. just wanted he wanted people to read his poems yeah you know yeah. And that'll 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 hook people real <laughs> yeah, quick bro. hook line and sinker talk yeah. about tongues and butts again, <laughs> <laughs> but do we we like, you know, just close it out. I mean, we love yeah. the book. Thanks, Congra- man. Congratulations. Thank you. Time. Thank it's, you. It's, it's so it's cool amazing. to see. So it's cool for us on our end of the whole thing to kind of, you know, have met you, had you on the show when you were kind of like getting this thing ready to go. Mm-hmm. And obviously we were interested in you. You played football then you moved to acting. That was like the whole thing when directing and theater. Mm-hmm. And that was our main level of interest. And this is kind of like a thing we discussed and had in the back of our minds. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you invite us to the show, which was great. And then now it's just, it, it's like a great honor to have you come read on their show. Yeah. And, Thank and, you, man. Thank you guys for having me. No, it's and dope to be the, the, the first reoccurring guest. <laughs> no, I know. Like, it's awesome, man. It's a big man. honor. It's yeah. Big we'll man, get, next is. time we'll get Cyrus in there. You're other yeah. guys. Cause they, they and have, speak, speaking of him, like good on you for, you know, experientially, like we talked about this, you were doing it. Mm. You did it. Yeah. You know, and people mm. say that they're going to do things all the time and they don't. Mm. Do oh them. yeah. Oh yeah. Especially in, especially in LA. Right. Yeah. That is the best part about the whole thing. Anyone ever asking like, why is this cool? Like, why do you, what's dope? But like the, the, the final answer is I said, I was going to, we said we're going to do something and did we, we do it every day. You yeah, know, we yeah, do, yeah, yeah, we think, yeah, you know, it, whatever, true. whatever comes of that or like anything else. And at the end of the day, even if I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it, at mm-hmm. least I've done it before. And yeah. then I know what it, you know what it takes. Yeah. And so like now if you have to go, oh, yo, I'm, I'm talking about doing another book, you know what the first book took. Mm-hmm. A lot. So you've been, yeah, you've been there before. Yeah. And it, but it's just, it is really great to see like another artist friend kind of say something, have it come to fruition. And to honor us and the listeners with it, Thank so you, that's man. great. Yeah. And check them you. out on Players Lounge because we're gonna launch that. They have another podcast, him and Cyrus, who we're gonna do a joint show soon. We talked yeah, about man. that, which will be dope. We'll come yeah. to your domain yeah. next time. We'll bring Nikki Snacks Crider with us too, so with the five boys getting after it. But guys, go to Amazon. Is it anywhere else? Uh, it's in Barnes Noble bookstores. Oh, it's also, dude, let's yeah, go! And it's also awesome. on Barnes that's Noble sweet. Like, online. Sweet. But, um, I also like do signed copies like on my Instagram. So if like people want to, I'll I'll send them a personal copy. So beautiful, amazing, yeah, yeah. mediocre sunflower, Scotty Felix, 
go get it. And the fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. I'm going to full count, rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they free. Hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they free. We out you. We love you. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you for having me, man. No, dude, anytime. to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube